Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's Mike Shope. We were having a very serious conversation about mayonnaise here. And the Bulldog. And don't even talk to me about weed. On WGR Sports Radio 550. Welcome back, everybody. Sadly, no Sabres game tonight. Bulldog has already expressed his uh, frustration. Come on, three in a row. Three nights in a row, I mean. They've won four in a row. Yeah. You sound like you're out of breath. I was was scurrying to get back. I I ran downstairs and got distracted. And then I, I have this thing where when I do that, where I think like, oh, okay, wait, one more thing. Oh, no. And so I... Why not keep your Dynasty Trade Calculator app upstairs on the computer you use for the show rather than have to run down every break and find out where Tua ranks? Very good question. Come on. I'm so mad that you could tell that I was out of breath. I was trying so hard to conceal it. Who's Atlanta's starting quarterback week one? The kid. Ritter? Yeah. Hmm. Garoppolo. Okay. Here's Adam with us. Hi, Adam. Hey guys, how are you? Sorry Great, for mentioning Adam. Atlanta Bulldog. I know you hate Atlanta. <laughs> Sorry, Adam. No, it's okay. Sorry, it's funny that you mentioned the, the the losses. I was actually at two of the three losses, so I guess it's all my fault. But <laughs> but anyway, considering like the the cap and what Bean was saying yesterday, I feel I got a sense of like he might be trying to press and low key like panic scramble because of. How he got here, okay, you're here now. You can't go back. This is where you got to. You spent all this on the defensive line. Whoops, wrong move. Let's. We should have spent more on wide receivers and stuff. But now I feel like he might press, and that can make it worse. I wouldn't necessarily, like, want a bad season, but if it happened, it, it would. I, I feel like it would be for, like, the greater good because you can go higher. You could reassess the head coach get the offensive-minded head coach that you, everyone sh- should want. I, again, wouldn't welcome it, but if it happened, let it happen. I've never seen a situation like this in the NFL. This would be a unique situation where you have – you already have the franchise quarterback, but if you went that route and you 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 had a bad season, you would be able to re- retool, but you would still have the, the quarterback. I, I feel like the closest person that's got that way, but he got hurt, was like Cam Newton – they crashed out of the Super Bowl, and then he got hurt, and then that was the end of that. Um, also, like as far as the drafts go, his drafts was really bad, and I just want to make one point with Terrell Bernard. He looked lost. I was at the Jets game, and he looked terrible. That was the game that Milano missed. I don't know what you guys think. Um, yeah, well, I, I, he came up while we were talking to uh, um, Brad Spielberger an hour ago, um, and I, I, I'm, I was a little worried about how his season went because it seemed like they were really bullish on him in the summer. And it just never really materialized. I hope you know he can learn and whatever, because he he may be called on. I'm not sure what 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 are you like. 
if they were terrible naturally, or do you want them to strive to be terrible no. so they can change their coach? Like, I'm having trouble really understanding the, the he whole said idea. He said if, if they struggled this year, it wouldn't be the worst thing for the long term. Hmm. I have no room for it. I'm just – I get it, of course. Every team that's bad drafts earlier, and maybe it's easier to make changes. But – I think be- the only way they can be bad is if something were to happen to Allen. Really, like I, 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 I know, like he's not the only thing on the team that matters. And you know, Green Bay's had Aaron Rodgers, and they've had bad years. Um, but mostly, the like the, the worst year they had during his career, I think, came when he got hurt. Yeah, really. Uh, so I, you know, I, I, I think to to have that year with Allen healthy seems, you know, I don't want to say impossible, but it seems really hard for me to foresee. Um, and so, what are we, what are we really talking about? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, there's there's no there's not going to be any effort toward that. If it happens, we'll talk about it. If it happens, but there's not like they're going to tank or anything, right? It'll be a real challenge. We've been saying this every day here this week. It's really an interesting challenge and a difficult one for Brandon Bean. Difficult also to what you just said, only to a point, because he's got Allen to start with, and Diggs, and you know a, a good core, but he's going to lose some of that core and have to figure out. Who's expendable? Like, what does that mean for Mitch Morse? What does that mean for certain other guys that are even not unrestricted free agents? We've talked about Morse already. That's why I mentioned him. Um, it's gonna be it's gonna be good work, you know, uh, for for Bean. But like, they'll be. I say he doesn't. <laughs> the guy. I, yeah, I mean, th- th- that call sounds so much more to me like like the caller's mind is it, it's possible to th- to him that they could be really bad. And I just don't see that at all. Like, I know how it sounds right now, and, and I know how disappointed we all are. But they are a great team. And, yes, there will be different people in important places. But I don't know, man. I, I, I feel like if they draft a guard in the third round and get another weapon and – like I just, they're going to be fine. <laughs> I think they're still going to be really good. They'll be favored to win their division, probably rightly so. I think they will be anyway. I don't know what how kind of certainty we'll have about what Miami's doing. That'll unfold over the coming months here with Tua. What but, if the Jets get Rodgers? That would be interesting. Yeah, right. That could, that could get pretty like pretty juicy. Aren't they maybe really good if they do? Yeah, I think they maybe are really good if they do. Yes. And shouldn't they do it? Shouldn't they? Like, shouldn't the Jets right now, even if it's Derek Carr, are they favored over the Bills if they have Derek Carr? No. No. Are they favored over the Bills if they have Aaron Rodgers? Maybe not, but it's close. Probably not, but it's close. Yep. Mm -hmm. And that's absolutely what the Jets should do, is find their way to, maybe there's another another guy you might like here, find their way to somebody. Lamar. Lamar Jackson. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I don't. Sorry, I, I don't. I don't need you muddying up the waters, telling me about the Jets. My point is, the Bills are going to be good. Sorry. So, so if if the caller's walking off point is, you know, they could be bad, and maybe that wouldn't be the worst thing. I just don't see it at all. I don't see this team turning from what they were even on Sunday against the Bengals to bad. I, I just don't. You, you know, somebody else will play linebacker if they can't afford Edmonds. Over under. Ten and a half's over, eleven and a half's under. Over under eleven. It's right around where I I 
I probably want to be, and I if you, I might even take the over on eleven and a half. I won uh, over twelve and a half. By the way, good good job. hundred to win two eighty, or to win one eighty, then you get your hundred back. See that's sure, something. Right. I just fell into that trap. Yeah, I I didn't win as much as I thought. Yeah, but you bet you bet that a while ago, so it's like getting you know. It feels like you got two eighty. It feels like right. It does, but it isn't. Yeah, That's what I, I care about. That it isn't yeah. an alternate line, a Don't win. They're so good that they okay that they won. <laughs> they cleared that bar anyway without they and they missed a game. They had a game canceled and they still did it. Right. Jeff is with us. Hi, Jeff. I'm gonna piggyback off the last call. I'm hoping you guys have some stats for me though. Uh, can you just go over where we finish, like overall defense, offense? Second, second. All right. So why do they keep calling, clamoring for a new coach? Like, I just don't get it. Like, we're good. We had some trouble. I guess you don't want to hear excuses, but, like, at the end of the day, you're going to have an excuse, right? Sure. Well, sure. I mean, if you don't win, you got a reason, and that reason can be perceived as an excuse. I guess it depends on who's saying it and how they're saying it. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, that's 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 right. There, there's, there's an explanation, usually. Um for for what happened, yeah. Okay. Here's Is that Ro- like the fifth caller in the last week that's had a turn signal on when they've called. The <laughs> Have you been? No- I've been. No- I feel like I'm noticing that more and more. It's just a coincidence, but I feel like there was a day earlier, maybe maybe midweek last week, where like three people in a row had I could hear turn signals. Really? Speaking. Yeah. Wow. Because what I notice when I'm driving are the people that don't use them. Yeah, that happens. Those too. people don't call in. I guess not. You think there's a correlation between people who use turn signals like all the time and have good takes and people who don't use turn signals have crazy hot takes? Yes. I do too. Rob is next. Hi, Rob. Hey, guys. Hey, first off, I want to apologize, uh, Bulldog, if you can hear my windshield wipers. But, um... <laughs> <laughs> Everybody who's called in lately is uh, for like a, a two months has had their wipers on. Right. <laughs> Sorry, we're getting some crap down here in the southern tier. So, um, but anyways, I I kind of I'm, I'm dumbfounded, honestly, that there's even any kind of conversation amongst the fan base of replacing the coach. I mean, have we not remembered what we suffered through the last two decades? And who was the one that's brought us out of that, you know, demise? I mean, I listened to Sal yesterday and. I take what he says very highly because he's with the team. I mean, the guys were gassed and we got sucker punched, right? And there's no doubt that we, we've got places we need to improve. I mean, but if you look at it, our execution started trending downward since the Hamlin situation. I mean, we should have beat Miami a lot better. The Patriots, we should have beat a lot better. Um, you know, and if we do a complete revamp and we want to go back to quote-unquote sucking – now we're no longer a destination for anybody that wants to come. You know, it's, the football is as much a culture sport as it is a talent sport, right? And if you don't have the right guys playing together, you might as well throw it out. But I just wonder what your guys' thoughts are and uh, appreciate it. Okay. My, my thoughts are no disrespect. My thoughts are here are two people in a row referring to this conversation that's out there in the world about replacing Sean McDermott. Bulldog and I have taken two or three calls maybe since Sunday about that and dismissed them or dismissed the, the idea completely immediately. 
This to, my, to me sounds like the kind of thing in life I work really, really hard to avoid, which is, and I know Paul's coming up in 15 minutes, which is somebody says a thing and like you're, you're careful, Mike, Facebook, somebody says a thing and then suddenly everybody's talking about this thing, which no more people need to do a do put more work into actually trying to sort of quantify what are we what kind of what size of a group of people are we really talking about in general that's what that's my reaction to this this is not to say that there isn't a conversation that's worth having about where we're at in all this i mean that's certainly i think that i i'm <laughs> i'm sitting here having those conversations but you know when you have when you start to have people talking about, like, hey, I just, I just want to respond to this peop, this person or this group of people who are saying that, and nobody really decides this, but it can be that almost no one is talking about that. Mm-hmm. Like, you're not, fans are fans. You're not turning on a single, please tell me if I'm wrong, a single NFL talk show or whatever in the media where they're actually discussing this not, not a single not a single one McDermott's a finalist for coach of the year by the way that came out today mm-hmm. not, not a single person out there in the you know in the world is talking about this but you just talk radio and you get I just want to respond to this guy who was calling earlier about replacing Sean McDermott like just you know that's not happening that's the point that's not happening right did I say the wrong thing it's just so many, I, so no, many conversations so. that no. come up at the holidays, and just you come up yeah. with your friends. Like, oh, I've heard that there's this problem, and maybe there really isn't. You know, it's just such a, it's it, the way it works now is a thing happens, and everybody's exposed to it immediately because of social media, and we all go and you know process it. And some people just think like that's this is a massive issue, and it can be almost you know trivial. I, I. If if this were social media, I I would give you all the thumbs up emojis. <laughs> uh, okay, and maybe some hearts. Just I wasn't... no for for real. I mean, no, that's yeah, that's you know, that's that that's the world. Yeah, that's the world. Yeah, I'm sorry for my performance today. I'm distracted by the Ontario playdowns for the the Briar and the Scotties that are coming up. Oh well, it's it's that time of the year now. Yes, Bulldog's all, got his dynasty all calculator. I'll know that. It's a big week. For what exactly? <laughs> so this week are the provincial playdowns okay, okay, yeah. all across Canada to see who goes to the Scotties and then who goes to the to the Briar. I'm going to the Briar. Huh? I am. When's that? Uh, March 10th. All right. I think is the finals. Right around there, whatever the Sunday is, I'll be there. Cool. Where are they having? Where is Ashland, it? Massachusetts? Come on. No, London. London, Ontario. Yep. All right. Lovely town. Is is it in the, 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 the rink where the London Knights play? Probably. Probably. Most yeah. of those events seem to be, unless yeah. they have a special curling, yeah. you know, which a lot of these towns do, but many times, like Moose Jaw, I think, they play, the the OHL team plays there and is on a road right. trip. Right. I don't know, though. Yeah. Well, cool. I, I was I, I have fond memories. of At the time, it was the Budweiser Gardens in London, Ontario. Um, oh, I think that's I, it. I saw the tragically hip on their final tour there. Thanks oh yeah, my friend Donnie Kutzback and yeah, yeah. I think that's it. I think yeah. that's the name of the arena. I bought yeah. a ticket. I think that's the name of the arena. Yeah, good building, nice building. 
Here is, whoa, that's not turn signal. This is just wind. <laughs> John, are you okay? John? Yeah, yeah, I'm fine. Good. Oh, that was my, uh, that was my hazard. <laughs> it's always something. It's funny. No, yeah, it's just good to hear, like, you basically said everything I just wanted to say, so I really got nothing other than my hazard uh, signal. Like, it's just, it's completely out of, out of your gourd to think you're going to fire McDermott when he's a coach of the year finalist. Everything this team went through, they came out flat. They need to fix the offensive line, yes, and they need a legit number two. I mean, look at Cincinnati. They have two number ones. I mean, all the teams that are left have, like, weapons upon weapons. We need to go out and do our best to try to find weapons in a very scarce free agent market and a very light wide receiver draft. But, I mean, until you do that, status quo can still probably get you there. Yeah, as long that's, as you're able to resign some people. I'm glad you said that. I'm glad you said that. They could be the same and still win. I mean, it's just you got to yeah. win that day. Be hard for them to be the same, though. I mean, you know, there's guys that are going to have to leave. They're going to have to replace some people. So even if you wanted to do that, I don't think that's feasible. But offensively, you can be mostly the same. Yeah, you could. I, I hope they aren't, but you could. Yeah, right. They don't have Singletary. That, that's really that's it. Um, but. Yeah, I've not heard. I I know the I have not really gotten into the the wide receiver draft class, but that's the first person I've heard describe it as a weak receiver class. Right in the draft is that is that out there? I know that's that's true of free agency. We talked about that earlier today and even yesterday, but I've not heard that about the draft. I just assume there's you know a million more awesome big fast receivers coming into the league because like I watch college football and they're everywhere. I have neither myself heard it put down quite like that, not to say he's necessarily wrong, mm-hmm. but what I've read is sort of maybe not on the same level as the last couple of years, but still plenty of playable options. Brad Spielberger men- mentioned Smith and Jigba from Ohio State, mm-hmm. and I don't know a lot about many college players, but it seems like this guy who was spectacular before this year and then he struggled this year. Maybe he was hurt. He's, maybe Zach would know. He struggled this year, but he's he's going to be the guy that you, you really should love, but it's going to sound like maybe the NFL doesn't love him. That's pretty much exactly what it is for him. He's not the Chris Olave or really the previous Ohio State wide receivers, and he also, unfortunately, gets caught in between the Marvin Harrison Jr. love affair that happened where maybe the best receiver in college football is not even eligible to come out yet. But... In terms of this overall receiver class, that's pretty much the best way to put it. It's not the last two years, but there are going to be some guys come combine, come senior bowl that'll put up numbers where you're like, oh, oh, now he's a first round pick. When two weeks prior he was like a second round guy. Very good. I mean, Ohio State, Olave, Garrett Wilson, all they do J- is pump out wide receivers. Jamison Williams before he transferred. It's, it's unbelievable what they're doing there. Yeah. So that's one uh, guy to keep your eyes on. Thanks, John. Careful with those hazard lights. Mm-hmm. You don't want to leave them on and be driving. Well, unless it's a night like this, perhaps. But yeah, maybe you don't want to forget that they're on. Is what I mean. That's kind of embarrassing. Like, is this person in trouble? Right. They don't yeah. seem like it. They're going seventy. Why are there hazards on? <laughs> 
<laughs> the top's down and they're going 70. Why are there hazards on? Just a mistake, probably. Just an are oversight. Having, are they having a medical emergency? What is happening? Pull over if you're having that. Right. Paul Hamilton, After Sports, here on WGR. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.